Welcome to Magically Chaotic, where two anxious and ADHD women try to navigate the world. We are your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Shaylee. Disclaimer. Names have been changed to protect the identity of those involved. We are just two women who are speaking our opinions based on our experiences. We are not therapists and we are not doctors. We are not professionals in that sense. Sensitive topics will be discussed, not intended for younger audience. Let's talk about truth and lying and why it's so imperative not to lie. Yes. Especially in a relationship. Especially in the beginning of a relationship or when you're in the talking stage or dating stage. I know people might say little white lies to make themselves seem better or they might embellish a little bit but full on lying just destroys trust and you can't build a relationship without trust and I think what's even worse is when they tell you one thing then you find out later on that they were demeaning you or whatever behind your back yeah no and like since we both have anxiety We can't exactly trust our gut feelings either because what I've learned is that when you have anxiety, you view things through a very distorted lens. So finding out the truth and finding out if someone is lying to you, you almost train yourself to look for those inconsistencies in everything they say or do. Definitely. And that's never good because you start overthinking everything and then to top it off, your brain will connect dots that don't need to be connected to fit the narrative you're trying to fit. But I think there's some truth in knowing when something is just off. Like vibes switch a little bit. When you notice someone start pulling away or start losing interest, mm-hmm. I think that's very easy to tell. Yes, it is. Trust me, I know. Let's talk about the positive side real quick though. There are some people that'll say the actions don't match the words. But I've had that experience where the words didn't match the actions. And that was a positive thing because it was him showing me more that he cared about me, but his words were saying he wasn't ready for anything. Yes, yes. Um, but that's a like that's like a once in a million type thing because normally it's the actions not matching the, the words. words. Yes. Mr. Virgo is actually like that. Yeah. Where he will say that he does not want a relationship, but he doesn't claim me or whatever, but his actions say otherwise. Yeah. Which is really weird, and it, it does get me confused and so forth, and, and just... I mean, Mr. Opposite was like that pretty much until we made everything official, because we would be on and off. And it would always be like, I'm not ready for this, which is very understandable coming where, given where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. But then his actions wouldn't line up with that. His actions always treated me like a girlfriend. And if I got a message from another guy, it was always tell him to get out of my Kool-Aid. <laughs> so um, I always thought that was really sweet. But in that relationship, he did lie to me a few times that I found out. And it kind of destroyed the trust a little bit. Um, and that kind of leads me to the, is it ever okay to lie to somebody? Like, is it okay to lie to spare someone's feelings? 
I don't think so. To spare somebody's feelings, I have an issue because you always tell someone the truth when it comes to feelings. I'd rather you tell me the truth about how you feel about me than for me to find out that you went behind my back and said things that you shouldn't have. But what if it's not about how they feel about you? For example, and I know I've told you the story before because we talked extensively about this, when I found the condoms and he told me he didn't have any because he had already gotten rid of it after I found them. I still have some trust issues, but I'll give you a few more chances. Even though that would still be in the back of my mind, but I'll still give you a few more chances. And then if you keep doing that, yeah, then they're gone. Yeah. I can't do it. But there are definitely instances where there are layers to it. Like, you have to look at, okay, what was the lie? Why do you think they lied? What was the severity of it? I lied before to plan a surprise party. So, yes, the lying was bad, but the end result was good. Yes. That, like, something like that, I understand. Right. You also have to think everybody lies. I've come to learn that you cannot expect to be with someone for years and years at a time and then never lie to you. Oh, no. It, it's it's hard. Yes. Because, like I said, it's not, it's not a black and white issue. But when it comes to establishing a relationship, dating, anything like that, feelings, don't lie to lead me on. Exactly. If you're not feeling it anymore... Say it. <laughs> and don't don't pretend like you do in hopes that you will eventually feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like, don't waste my time. Yes, exactly. This is an issue that I had with Mr. Opposite. I felt for him because he had never dated someone with anxiety before. He didn't know how to deal with it. And as far as I know, he only lied to me a couple times. So it wasn't like it was a consistent kind of thing. And the times that he did lie to me and I found out was to spare my feelings or to not send me into an anxiety attack. So it's not justifiable what he did and it doesn't excuse it, but coming from somebody who doesn't know what anxiety is like, it's a little understandable that he would not want to send me into that kind of spiraling path that I used to go on. Yes, I mean, I I get that, but I mean, I also have anxiety, but I would re- I still rather you tell me the truth about how you feel or just little things because to me it will be like, well, if you lied to me about this, what else are you lying about? Can, yeah. If you lied to me about small things, there'd be then nothing stopping you. What about me. the big things? Yeah, and of course for me, the lying is always the comes down to the root of them cheating. And a relationship. If you lie to me about something small, then when it comes to hiding a completely other relationship that you're in, it's going to be so easy for you to lie about that. Right. When you watch somebody lie too, it's like, okay, so you are capable, but you have those little white lies in relationships. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Yeah. In every relationship. Um, but like I said, when it comes to feelings part though I seriously would just rather you just tell me how you feel instead of finding out later how you truly felt and because to me it's it it's more hurtful yeah and it it makes you doubt anything they've said 
Yes. Like, it's like, can I really trust what you're saying to me? Yeah, but exactly, because I can't, I won't be able to trust anything good you say now. Because if you said something good to me and then turn around and yeah. totally take everything back to somebody else. And I think that because we've both been with narcissists, that just adds a whole other layer to it because... Like I said, you're trained to look for the inconsistency. So something as harmless as finding something out of place at their apartment can turn into, oh, they've had someone else over here. When it literally could just be, oh, one of their friends came over and moved it. Mm-hmm. But when you go through that kind of abuse, it's your mind automatically switches to they're cheating on me. But at the end of the day, I would much rather them give me the truth because that gives me the opportunity to take it or leave it. It also kind of ties into self-worth a little bit because if you lie to me, then that shows me I'm not worth the truth. Yeah. I'm at a point in my life where I need to continue building my self-worth, so lying to me is only going to knock me back exactly. a few paces because it's like, why, why wouldn't you think I was strong enough to handle the truth? Yes, I have anxiety, and yes, trust me, I have panic attacks, and I get in my own head, but that's not for anybody else to deal with but me. Exactly. Like, you tell me the truth, you're passing the burden on to me on how I'm going to take it, and how I'm going to decide what to do with it. And in relationships, if you're truthful with me, I'll be a lot more forgiving (laughs) If you're just upfront and honest at the beginning, rather than if I find out a week later, oh, hey, you lied to me. Yeah, I'm the same way. If you are truthful to me, then I will begin to trust you a little bit more. Yeah. Except for, instead of, you know, if you lie to me, then I'm not going to be able to. I think part of it is when you're in a relationship with someone and if it's a good relationship or you do a lot for the person, they're gonna lie because they don't wanna lose you. So that was the big thing when I was with um, Mr. Cran. He would lie about everything because I did everything for him. I handled the majority of the bills. I took care of his kids. I'm the one that was like, hey, we need to do family things. We need to work on their schools. Um, The weekends that we had the kids, I was always looking for family fun things to do. And because he's a narcissist, he didn't want to lose that steady, that steadiness, but he was constantly looking for new supply to feed his ego. So he would lie to me because he knew if I found out the truth, I'd be gone. Because after I caught him cheating on me a couple times, I was like, the next time it happened, I'm done. Yeah. And I, I made more money than him, so that would have gone his lifestyle where we could literally go out and do whatever because I mean he made pretty decent money and we had roommates so we didn't have to pay the full rent and we split the bills so we we had a decent amount of cash flowing in every month and that's that's what he don't it wasn't me it was what I could provide to him so that's why he lied but if you're lying to me because you're afraid of losing me you're gonna end up losing me in the end anyway Exactly. Exactly. And I think a lot of people don't realize that when they're in a relationship. Because, I mean, I don't know why, but 
I mean, I know personally that if you do that stuff, then you're going to lose me, period. Mm -hmm. And if you say, no, that, oh, I'm just going to lie to her, she's stupid, she's whatever, you get another thing coming, because I'm not as stupid as you think. (laughs) When I lie, it eats away at me. Like, I can't, I can't lie to people. No, I can't either. I mean, you can actually tell when I'm lying. Yeah. So, like, that's why I just, I just tell the truth. Well, that, and it's like, it's so much easier to remember when you're truthful all the time. Yeah. I think that's where overthinking kind of benefits me. When I can notice holes in the story and be like, well, that's not what you said to me before. Like, you said this before, so why is your story changing? For me, I don't have to remember lies that I've told because I'm truthful all the time. But I've also noticed, like, I get obsessive over trying to find out if someone's lying to me in relationships. It's only in relationships, though. Never happens with my friends. Never really happens with my family. It's only with the guy that I'm dating. And I think it's because I don't want to go through that again. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, friendships are different than um, relationships. For instance, I am a horrible friend. When it comes to keeping in contact with you or um, spending time with you. But when I'm in a relationship, it's a different story. (laughs) Like, I'm talking to you every day. We're doing stuff. That type of thing. But I think it's also at a different level. Because a friend, yes, you have friendships over the years where you build a friendship and all that stuff but with the relationship you're actually building like a life yeah that makes sense and for me if you're lying to me then that's years potentially years of my life I'm not getting back yeah exactly and you build like I have friends that I know are going to be in my life for the rest of my life just because that's the kind of relationship we've built but when it comes to a relationship it's you are going to be the person closest to me. You are the one that's going to know me the most intimately. You're going to know, you're going to see me in the morning. You're going to see me when I'm sick. You're going to see me when I'm at my best. My friends will, but it's not the same. No. Especially when you start living with someone. They know, maybe not everything, because I, I think there are some things you should keep to yourself. I'm a big advocate on you don't need to share everything with your partner. Like the big things, yes, but there are some things that the next guy I date, I probably wouldn't share with him because they're just for me. Mm-hmm. Like, explaining inside jokes with my friends. I don't need to explain inside jokes to the person I'm with. That's just for me and that person. And that's something that Mr. Opposite actually taught me is that it's okay to have little things for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm single, but Mr. Vargo has shown lately since I'm not with Mr. Cancer that he's willing to try to make things right but I'm still hesitant (laughs) like next weekend next weekend is my birthday weekend Mm -hmm. because the following Monday is my birthday he is actually taking me out of town he actually listened excuse my dog shaking um he actually listened to like what I wanted to do this year um, so he's taking me out of town and taking me to a baseball game because um, I wanted to go to a baseball game because, you know, 
when I was with Mr. Capricorn, he didn't like really like sports. He was not a big sports person. So, and I actually was, but I lost that part of me when I was with him. Yeah. And I'm slowly gaining that back. Like, I went to a football game this year, and even though I had no clue what the hell was going on, I enjoyed it. Because mm-hmm. I enjoy sports. Right. See, I like hockey myself. That's I love watching hockey. But I have to do it live. I can't... I don't like watching sports on the TV. I have to... If I'm going to watch sports, it has to be live. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, we're going to go to a baseball game and explore where we're going to be at. So, it's going to be a fun weekend, I think. Yeah. But, I mean... And he actually took... Because he works every weekend. So, he actually took time off of work to take me which speaks volumes right he used to never do that I think he only did that once for me and that was to help me get my stuff out of my storage unit after me and Mr. Capricorn divorced so but we're still not at the stage where he's claiming me he still wants it to be private and so but here's my issue with that you can be private about your relationship with somebody, but also let people know that you're in a relationship. Right, because it's like, so that goes along with the whole lying thing. Uh-huh. Because it's like, you're claiming me in the privacy of whatever it is, but you're lying to everyone else about what your status is. Because I'm sorry, but if someone is treating me like a girlfriend, acting like my boyfriend, doing all that, I'm going to call him my boyfriend. Yes. And then if he corrects me in public, I'm going to be like, okay, then whatever benefits you were getting behind closed doors, Mm -hmm. if you want to go lie to everyone and say that you're not in a relationship, when we do everything everything that a relationship does, I'm going to put a stop to that because that's, I, I don't do lying. And like, yes, it's perfectly fine to be private. I'm actually, I used to be one of those people that posted everything, like everything about my relationship. You could tell if we were fighting by what I was posting, all of that. And I had a couple of friends come to me, very, very harsh truth, and told me that that was actually probably hurting the relationship. So I try not to do that anymore. So I totally agree with being private but still being open. Like, right. You can be open that you're in a relationship, but you don't have to share every detail. So I I could not be in that situation that you're in right now. I would be the person that after a couple weeks, I'd be like, okay, let's, uh, let's talk about what this is. I can't, I'm not the kind of person that can just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Like dating, yes, but even then, I can't casually date multiple people. Oh, I can't date and casually date multiple people. He, Mr. Rigo actually isn't dating multiple people. He, but I think he's just, with what he's been through, he's just hesitant to put it out there. And I think maybe after this weekend, um, then we can sit down and be like, what is this, you know? Well... I get that. I get the being hesitant after what you've been through. But at some point, that becomes a crutch, and that becomes an excuse. Yes, yes. Because 
you and I have both been through a shit ton of stuff. Exactly. And it is still like, and that's that's a whole other episode that we need to talk about, about how the narcissist gets to move on so much quicker and then we're left dealing with the bullshit of it all. But at some point, I cannot use my past as a crutch not to give somebody a chance. And yes. I can't hold my past against the new person I'm dating. And that's what I did with Mr. Opposite a lot, is I was always looking for ways that he was like Mr. Cram. Always. And like I said, I since Mr. Virgo is not cleaning, I'm not cleaning him, so I'm single. Until we've discussed that we're with each other. When I was with Mr. Cancer and it did upset him and he thought that like I was using him as an option and I'm like, you're not an option, you're still my best friend, but we're just, there's just no benefits with this Mm -hmm. like there was before. Because I can't do that anymore. And we had a whiskey movie night, and he actually looked at it as a date, and I didn't. I thought it was, because usually it's not. Yeah. Like usually if I call it a date, he's like, no, it's not a date. But he actually saw this as a date, and I'm the one that didn't. So, like, he got really upset about that. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I did not realize that. You did not convey that to me. It's like they expect us to just know. I'm like, no, you have to use your words. Yes. We we all went to school. We all know how to speak. Use your words. Yes. And that is what I'm saying is I'm noticing that a lot of guys have a hard time expressing their feelings. Well, it's not just guys. There's a lot of girls that have a hard time expressing their feelings, well, too. There's, I mean, I'm talking about, like, as far as my dating. I, I swing both ways. I like my tacos just as much as I like my sausages. But I've never really dated a female. <laughs> well, maybe you should try. Maybe. And see if the experience is any different. Because I've, I've heard it is. Because... I have friends that swing both ways or only swing the other way. And they they will say that dating a female is a lot better than dating a guy. I don't know, because women can be a little cray-cray. They can, but they also understand females a lot more than males would. I mean, I guess that is true, but I don't know. I don't really have much more to say about the lying thing, just that I I can't do it. Yeah, um, I was, there was something I was going to go with it then, though. Um, yeah, you were all fired up earlier, and I told you to hold it, and now... Yes. Because I posted that on Facebook about the, the truth. And yes, yes, well, I'm not going to say which exes this is, because I don't believe in bashing your exes, but I have found out recently that he portrayed himself as one way, and then come to find out that he was demeaning me in the next, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that hurts more than anything because I truly thought that he actually felt a certain way and come to find out he actually didn't. And 
now I can't believe anything he freaking yeah. tells me. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been there before, and it doesn't matter how much they try to make up for it or how transparent they are after the fact, it's always going to be in the back of your mind. Yeah. But then it's like, it's like, how do people get to 50 years of marriage like that? Because I cannot imagine being with someone for 50 years and there never being some kind of lying involved. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure it happens. Yeah. But like I said, I, I usually, the first time it happens, I give you a certain amount of chances with that. And then after that, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm done. And I think I'm with that to that point because of, of one of my exes constantly lying to me. Yeah. So for me, um, I've been dealing with a lot of wrong timing kind of guys. Mm -hmm. The last three guys I've dated, <laughs> I've met them shortly after they got out of a long-term relationship, whether they, two of them were engaged, one was married, and literally met them within a month to three months after that relationship ended. And they were good guys. And so Angela and I were talking about this, about how she's like, I feel like this keeps happening to you, that you meet these guys. And I honestly think it ties into that lying thing. Mm -hmm. Because how many conversations have I come to you and I'm like, I, I think he's lying to me. Or this doesn't add up. You come back with this completely logical explanation. Like, well, no, you'd be surprised at what happens and even Stephanie was like, that wouldn't be my first thought. So it's like, that just shows me how my mind goes in a completely different way. And I was thinking about this and I talked in the last podcast about how I've been doing a lot of self-discovery. And I honestly think it has so much to do with my childhood. Yes. I know a lot of my issues has to do with my childhood, but that again, that's a different podcast yes. for this today. <laughs> but that's, that's what, and I feel like there's this piece of me that needs to be healed before I will actually be able to have a relationship where I trust the person. And I think I actually figured out where that piece of my childhood came from. Now, getting over it and coming to terms with it, because that piece of my childhood is a complete unknown to me. It's something that could have happened and it's something that might not have happened. I will never know right. the truth. And I think that's why I am so obsessed with finding the truth with guys I'm dating. Because the unknown terrifies me. And that's also why I have control issues with everything. Because if I control it, I know it. And I think that's the piece of me that needs to heal before I can have a functioning relationship. I'm still learning what all I need to heal from in my childhood. There's, there's a lot of things um, that I dealt with in my childhood uh, that I actually don't make quite as publicly known. Yeah, I mean, there, there are things that, unless you're really, really close to me, you don't know. Mm -hmm. You just don't. And... The problem with this thing is if it happened, I would have only been two or three at the time. And it's something that definitely probably would have gotten blocked out, but it's also something that 
the adults in my life, especially the male figure adults in my life, if they lied to me about it, that's where that would have come from. Right. Because my mom, who obviously is the strongest female role model in my life, my mom just, she doesn't lie. Like, as as a mom, when you have kids, I'm sure you lie about some things. But since I've become an adult, and I can actually say this about both of my parents now, but since I've become an adult, if I go to them with hard questions, I honestly feel like they're telling me the truth because now I'm actually old enough to understand it. Like, I know things about why my parents divorced. I know things. I, I know way more family secrets than I thought I would ever want to know. But I'm glad that I know them. But in this one instance, my parents differ. Like, my mom thinks one thing and my dad thinks the other, which confuses me. Yeah. And it goes back to that inner child not knowing. And I think when I'm in a romantic relationship and I find out they're lying to me, it's my inner child reacting, not the grown-up Sheely reacting. Yeah. But how do you explain that to someone that you're just starting to date? <laughs> like, by the way, let's get really deep into this. Let's just... Let's you're going to have to have one of those nights where it's going to be like, okay, we're going to have a deep conversation. <laughs> I actually have had those before. Um, and I think that's why me and Mr. Burger are so close is because... We aren't afraid to talk to each other yeah. about that type of stuff. Like, I know without a shadow of a doubt that if something were to happen to me or say something awful happened to me and I was really frightened or whatever, he would be right there to protect me. Yeah. I know I'm safe with him. I guess my takeaway from today is just you don't need to lie. But there is a certain way to deliver the truth. Well, mine is just if I ever date somebody, if anybody like I, that I should date has listened to this podcast or whatever, don't lie to me about how you feel. Yeah. Because that's enough. And if I find out later that you felt a different way, you're going to hurt me more than if you would have told me the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can tell the truth and be gentle about it, but if you lie, you ruin any chance of that person being able to take it how they sh- they were going to take it. Exactly. Because if you eventually tell the truth and they found out you've lied, you, you've wrapped it in a completely different packaging. Yeah, exactly. And as always, stay magical. Embrace the chaos. Until next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like our Facebook page, Magically Chaotic, and follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And if you really want to be extra, share us with others who might like it.